right, you can be seated. Thank you, Aggie. Well, we are concluding our series on Luke 9 and 10. It's a kind of action-packed pair of chapters. Like it begins with the sending of the 12 and ends with the story of this Samaritan who is held up as an example of what it looks like to love your neighbor and these women who are sitting at Jesus' feet. Um, and so it's, it's a passage that's very much on the move. Um, and in between those things, like 5,000 people are fed and 72 are sent out and disciples are called to pick up crosses. It's really a, a couple of chapters that give us a window on Jesus' coaching. Jesus is coaching his disciples, and he's coaching them by teaching them, and he's coaching them by example, by living it out, and then he's coaching them by actually sending them out to do the stuff that they saw him doing. So it's a wonderful picture of how Jesus trains up disciples and calls them to really, really challenging stuff. Um, And then says, I want you to pray for more of you. Pray for laborers, because like the harvest is so ready. There, there are not enough hands on deck to bring in the kingdom harvest. So begin begging God for more laborers, and then makes them answers to their own prayers. Well, today's sermon will be a lived-out sermon. I don't know that anything that happens in the Gospels happens in a place like this, except maybe the upper room discourse. Most of it is out on the street. And so I'm going to send us out for a brief period for the sermon today, and let's live out Luke 9 and 10. I'd like us to go out two by two, just like when Jesus sent the 12 and the 72, you know, for roughly a half hour. Here's some things that I would encourage us to do as we are sent out. Um, Observe. Ask the Holy Spirit, what do you see, Holy Spirit, when you look out in this area? Just put the spiritual antenna up and ask the Holy Spirit to give you the vision that the Holy Spirit has for what you're looking at. You could serve, so you could observe, or you could serve. I don't know, pick up trash, or uh, you see someone struggling, ask if you can help them. So go out to observe, to serve, and of course to pray. I'd even encourage some of you to interact and say, hey, I go to a church right down there, uh, and we're taking prayer requests. We're a church that loves praying. Do you have any prayer requests I can take to my church? And if, you know, you feel led, say, can I pray for you right now? Don't push it on them. And uh, given the COVID period, I probably wouldn't ask to lay hands on people, but just, like, offer to pray for people. And here's the posture I'd love you to have if you're interacting with people, and I really encourage you to interact with people. Our goal is not to bring people to the church. I don't think that's why Jesus sent out the 12 and 72 or even to share the gospel, though I'd be happy if either of those things happened. Your mindset is, we're here as a kingdom blessing. 
And this church loves to pray, so let's pray for people. Let's ask people if they have prayer requests, not to lure them in, not to bait and switch, but just to bless people, just to love them through prayer. So ask, say, my church is taking prayer requests. We love this neighborhood. Do you have any prayer requests? At the end of the half hour, and I'll give you a time, so, you know, you could drive or walk, you know, five minutes each way transportation. You're probably just going to have like 15 minutes of interacting. If you get involved in conversation, stay in it. Um, And, you know, Testimony Sunday is next Sunday. It's an open mic time in our church where we share testimonies, and maybe you could share then. Those of you online, I'd like you to do the same in your neighborhoods. Like, church isn't about this space. It's about being salt, light, leaven, and loving others that are near us. So go out, and I'll give you a time frame to come back. Uh, Stolfuses or families. There is a great little park at uh, Bayview, and so there may be a park. You know, you can. That's a great place to meet people, or you can pick up trash in the park, whatever. But just go be a blessing in those places, um, and go two by two. Three people, particularly if you're interacting with someone, can feel a little bit like an onslaught. So if you can keep to pairs, I think that'd be great, and not alone. So I think not one, not three, but two people. Now, this district that we live in goes down Monroe Street like as far as Odana or Nakoma, right? And then it goes down Park Street as far as Wingra. Lots of places to observe, to serve, and to pray. Triangle's a great place to pray. Hospitals are a great place to pray. People going in and out definitely have needs, um, Probably not okay to go into hospitals and start laying hands on people. But people coming and going, you can pray for them silently. Or if any of them you know, feel like they're looking for an interaction, hey, my church loves to pray. We're taking prayer requests. How can we pray for you? Um, I am really serious. Now, there may be a couple of you who want to stay and pray here. I think I would encourage you to stir up your courage. Like, stay here and pray if you feel like that's what the Lord is calling me to, but not because I'm just nervous about going out. You can go out and just look and observe and serve and pray quietly. But I love this body being part of this neighborhood and interacting with this neighborhood just as we're putting our glasses on to see what would the kingdom look like? How can I pray like last week's sermon your kingdom come here in this neighborhood kingdom come here on earth not just all over the earth but specifically here corner park and regent kingdom come here what's that look like look for it ask for it interact with others Um, well i would like us to be prayed out so a couple can't stay back and those of you online uh Come back. There will be a Zoom link if you encounter something would like to share. Otherwise, bring those prayer requests that you secure back here, and let's pray for those people who uh, say, yeah, your church is collecting prayer requests. Can you pray for my mom? So come on back, and uh, we'll pray. 
And let's come back at 10 after the hour, 10 after 11 o'clock. That gives us 20 minutes to hear what the Lord has done and to pray for people. And those who are here can share if they get a word. So 10 after 11, those who are online, come back. There'll be a Zoom link, and you can share via Zoom if you've encountered uh, the Lord meeting you in walking around your neighborhood. But I'd love for us to be sent out. Janina, I just got back from Ireland and St. Patrick's breastplate. You know, he was in a pretty intense environment in the Celtic spaces before any word of Jesus had come, and they had centuries of you know, fairly warlike people. And Patrick, um, this prayer is attributed to him. Likely it wasn't written by him, but written by someone who really knew his business so let's stand and be sent out by David Ruiz, who's a musical artist with St. Patrick's Breastplate. Open your hands and receive this prayer. He told them the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. Go, I'm sending you out like lambs. I rise today through a mighty strength, the invocation of the Trinity, through belief in threeness, through confession of oneness of the creator of creation. I arise today through the strength of Christ's birth with his baptism, through the strength of his crucifixion with his burial, through the strength of his resurrection with his ascension, through the strength of his descent for the judgment of doom. I arise today through the strength of the love of cherubim and the obedience of angels, in the service of archangels, in hope of resurrection to meet with reward, in prayers of patriarchs, in predictions of prophets, in preaching of apostles, in faith of confessors, in innocence of holy virgins, in deeds of righteous men. I arise today through the strength of heaven, the light of sun, Radiance of moon, splendor of fire, speed of lightning, swiftness of wind and depth of sea, stability of earth and firmness of rock. I arise today to God's strength to pilot me, God's might to uphold me, God's wisdom to guide me, God's eye to look before me, God's ear to hear me, God's word to speak for me, God's hand to guide me.
and against burning, against drowning, against wounding, so that there may come to me abundance of reward. Christ with me, Christ before me, Christ behind me. of the Trinity, through belief in threeness, through confession of the oneness of the creator of creation. Praise the Lord! Heal the sick who are there and tell them the kingdom of God has come near to you. Go assault and light eleven and see you at ten after eleven. Oh, can I just have one more word? If you're going on campus, can you, and you interact with a student, can you tell them we're having lunch for students at noon here and invite them to come to lunch? All right, welcome back, folk. We've got people trickling into the room. Uh, so you want Shauna to? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, hello, Shauna Ezel. Yeah, she's joined us on Zoom. Um, Joel, who some of you know, lives at Parkside. And so we went and prayed at Parkside and met Beatrice and she was eager for us to pray for Zarel, her friend in Chicago who is not really listening to her and uh, in all sorts of trouble. So we prayed for Zarel. We prayed for uh, the building, Parkside building, and for the parking lot. So it was just a good time. And uh, I, think, I think Beatrice was just a little uh, cautious at first and freely shared how, you know, the church makes her anxious. That is the capital C church. But by the end, we were laughing, enjoying one another, and thanking God for meeting with us. So we had a little church outside there at a little picnic table at Parkside. So we're going to do open mic if there are prayer requests that you received or uh, encounters that you'd like to share. We're going to open it up and we'll, we'll start with Shauna.
who is in Merrill, Wisconsin, and uh, joins us from across <clears throat> the... Can you hear me? We can, yes. Okay. So, uh, uh, you know, I paused a bit because you said, do I too? And actually, I was out this morning in nature, actually pondering that issue, that it's just me in Merrill, and um, reminded that it's that that there's always there's always two because the Lord is always with you. So I, you know, paused a minute and then I said, no, I'm still going to go out and do the walk and headed for the hospital across the street and noticed as I was walking that there was a life flight taking off. So I said, well, I'm just going to go over there and pray for the helicopter. And then, um, you know, just started praying for everybody in the, the hospital. There is a nursing home. Uh, you know, well, assisted living across the street as well. So prayed for them and then met, met a gentleman who was out walking, who was, had difficulty hearing, but, um, you know, prayed as I was going up to him and then just talked very briefly um, and just thought, you know, uh, did, did not feel led to say, well, let me pray for you. He, he was really having difficult time difficulty hearing me but just prayed for him left said god bless you then headed back here um i i was struck by how if i hadn't gone if i just sat in the house and said but it's just me that i would not have had those experiences and i contemplated how patrick left and he probably wasn't always accompanied by a person he probably was always aware that Christ is with him, like his prayer says, you know, Christ before me, Christ above me, behind me, within me. So I don't know why that should stop me. And yeah, that's that was my experience. So thanks. I was glad to be a part of it. Out by yourself, even though I suggested two by two. As you shared, you know, there have been situations and people for whom they haven't had a brother or sister who can accompany them, and so they still were faithful. Thanks for being faithful, for praying for uh, the life flight and the people that you encountered there. Any other? It's, it's open mic at the FCBC Lounge today, and so <laughs> if it's spiritual karaoke night. Uh, Come on up and share. Yeah, thanks, Betsy. Let's, we're, we're keeping with just Ezels for now. <laughs> okay, um, so I was with my daughter, Jane, who's in middle school, so you know she would rather die than have like an embarrassing interaction with someone on the street. <laughs> but I forced her <laughs> to come anyways. Um, so we, I have these like unused Dunkin' Donut coupons. So I was like, well, let's just go down to the Dunkin' Donuts. Maybe we can, you know, shower somebody with free donuts. Um, but in the end, it didn't turn out that way. So we just uh, walked on the street on Doug Alexander Street, actually. Uh, so we, we just walked the street and we're just like, okay, we'll just be open to observing and be open. And then <laughs> as we were walking, some lady rounded the corner and she was like, can you guys help me? Like, I lost my sweater. And we're like, oh, thank you, Lord. So, 
So in the end, we, uh, I was like, we're actually out here trying to help people. So we just, we ended up um, having a conversation with her and asked if I could pray that she would find her sweater. <laughs> and, and it turned into a conversation. She's, um, she had like unicorn colored hair and she's trying to check out the Unitarian church and whatever. Um, and she kind of opened up to us, but we were able to pray for her and um, it felt like kind of the Holy Spirit just dropped somebody in our lap that needed help. So, yeah. Yeah, I think that's awesome and also a challenge to us. Come on up, Joel. Uh, you know, to step out purposefully in our neighborhoods and just say, is there anyone who needs help? Is there a way to be salt, light, and leaven today? And I just want to be available. So I appreciate your availability and how that turned out. Come on, Joel. Honor and praise to God. Amen. And uh, this morning I heard a sermon about falling in love with God, so I've been reciting that all morning. So, uh, and uh, uh, I, I guess the weekend I was—I like to multitask. I like to pray. And yesterday I cooked and watched football. And. Uh, and maybe pray for the football team occasionally. Yeah, yeah, I might pray for the Badgers in the third quarter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, so, like, I'd be restrict, uh, reciting scriptures, and like, uh, like I say, faith is the substance of hope, and hope brings the, the things unseen. And uh, about seven days, my legs, I went to physical therapy early in the year, and she said I was a good student, and she cut me loose. So, uh, about seven days ago, they was in real excruciating pain, so I've been praying about that, and uh, I got a prayer about healing. A couple of key words in the, the prayer was healing, activity, wisdom, and everlasting love. That was uh, in the prayer for me, for, heal, for healing. And uh, so uh, Pastor Scott just, uh, Scott, Pray for me, and and I'm gonna tell them that my miracle might have happened. Like I say, oh, oh yeah, I want to fellowship with y'all real bad because I pushed the shopping cart down here to come come down here today. So it took me like 10 minutes to walk from the building, and it's a nice day. So so uh, we just prayed from Parkside to here, and I went and sat on the bus stop, and I walked back to the back door, and uh, a prayer does answer. Uh, Prayer answer all things because uh, I could walk better from the uh, bus stop to the back door and uh, coming up the steps. So I just want to share that that miracles do still exist. All right. <laughs> yeah, we prayed for Joel's leg as well. Uh, arthritis, neuropathy, those sorts of things. And he was moving pretty slow, but sounds like things have picked up. So thanks for that testimony. Others who uh, have prayer requests that they want to bring into this space for us to pray for or encounters or things that you saw or heard. Yeah, go ahead, Doug. You really were serious about this. Yeah. <laughs> um, Frank and I um, went out and I wanted to go one way and he wanted to go the other and so um, 
I said, fine, let's go the way you go. And um, we met this woman named um, Melody. And um, those of you listening on whatever, please listen because this is a this is something that we can pray and perhaps help. So it's one of these situations where when we ask if <laughs> I just pointed to the church and say, we're from this church and uh, they've sent us out to just meet people. Is there anything that we could pray for you about? And her response was, is there anything you couldn't pray for me about? And um, so the sad thing is just real quick, because I don't, but she has three boys and she's homeless and um, the boys were unruly. They somewhat trashed whatever, but they got kicked out of the homeless shelter. That they, it wasn't a shelter. It was a community action council, I think. So they had like an apartment. And then they got kicked out of that. And so they're in a, the boys are in a, a situation called respite in which it's like foster parents for two weeks say, we'll take the kids for two weeks until this person can get on board. And so... Um, she's looking for a, a housing situation uh, to get them back in. And obviously it's a big ask. I mean, not that any of us has a house to give them, but um, do pray for her. She, um, she's not a drug addict. She speaks very um, intelligently. She has a, a, a physical injury from a back and an accident that caused her to lose her job, and one thing led to the other, and she's homeless. So... Um, I gave her the name of a church. I gave her my phone number. If she contacts me, um, I'll let you know the elders know, and we'll just go from there. And Melba? Uh, Melody. Melody. Yeah. So if we could pray for Melody. Yeah, Lord, uh, we lift Melody and her kids up to you. What a hard thing to um, be on the streets, to be given a place, and then to have that... Uh, Go away. Lord, would you give Melody hope? Would you help those factors and forces that keep her and her family on the streets to abate? And in Jesus' name, would you bring the kind of shalom into her life, into the life of her kids, and into her housing situation? Amen. All right. Others who would like to share... Yeah, thanks, Tom. Uh, nothing quite that dramatic. Um, we walked north on Park, uh, Aggie and I, and met a few people, and she talked to them. And we got a lot of very polite thanks, but no thanks. And then we turned onto Dayton past Og Hall, and we started noticing a bunch of trash along the side. So I thought, let's pick up trash. So there were masks, and I think I was a vaping pen. I, I'm guessing I've never seen one. <laughs> you know, just all this stuff. We, so we said, oh, let's throw this stuff away. Looking around for a trash barrel. And we finally come around the other side, sort of between the, uh, the new, what's it called, Nicholas uh, Breck Hall by East Campus Mall. Oh, well, there's a trash down there by the entrance of Og, so we walked down there. But it's a recycling thing. So we couldn't put it in there. And then next to it was a trash barrel, but it had been tipped over into the bushes. <laughs> and, and there were a bunch of pizza boxes. And so we said, all right, let's pick this up. So I, that, those things are really heavy. <laughs> you see these 
these steel-framed trash barrels around, those things, they don't just get knocked over by the wind. So somebody had <laughs> to work to push it over. So I pull it up, and we're picking up the pizza boxes and pizza, and I'm getting pizza sauce on my hand. <laughs> right, so we threw all the stuff away, put it in the trash barrel. Um, it reminds me of Scott's um, donkey cart story, if you've ever heard Scott's donkey cart story, right? It's like, God saw that, I mean, even if no one else did. But there's one student walked by, and he said, thanks for doing that. So if nothing else, you know, we, we did a good deed that hopefully brought, you know, some kind of order to maybe the chaos that the students might otherwise be engaged in. Yeah, that's great, Tom and Aggie. And, you know, probably wouldn't be a bad idea if we had uh, a trash bag and a recycle bag that everyone on their way in or out of church just made this place cleaner and cared for the environment around us as an act of worship. Thanks for that act of worship that was not only recognized by the person who saw you and thanked you, but by God who sees you and knows that act of kindness matters to God's earth. Terry, yeah, come on up. Yeah. Okay. Um, we prayed, David Colo and I went out together, and... Um, it's embarrassing. We chased down a gentleman who was on the opposite <laughs> side of the street. He was a little frightened <laughs> when we stopped him. <laughs> and um, his name was Roy, and he welcomed prayer. He was, like the other people, in a shelter, and he was walking forward to get groceries and some money. So... He was obviously, he requested that we pray for his health. He, he was pushing a, a walker, and he needed prayer for his strengthening and for his breathing, and so we prayed for him. Now, it's also true that both David and I have issues in our own family, so we prayed for David and the issues of how to bring Luna back to Madison on a full-time basis, and he prayed for me. It was very nice. We called my wife at Oak Park Place Rehab Center. Um, she's struggling with some uh, GERD this morning in addition to foot pain, so we, David, was kind enough to pray with me for Mary at Oak Park Place, and she said she was really encouraged and the Lord said he would restore her as we were walking back. Yes. You can also pray for one another. We are part of this neighborhood. You go to church here. You're part of the neighborhood. Those who are wa uh, watching streaming and would like to share, just click on the Zoom link. Anyone else in the room who's had an encounter and would like to share or a prayer request that you'd like us to cover here. Yeah, come on up, Alex. Well, I went out with I went out with Jason, and so I was gonna go down to the Capitol, but then he said, "Why don't we go over to Loretta? She hasn't been to church. She's a member of this church, and um, so we went over there. And she was in the process of cleaning, so we helped her a little bit. She 
I think she was very happy. <laughs> she's a very independent person. So at first she said, no, I'm okay. I can do all this. And she does everything by herself. But so she was, I think she was blessed that we came over. And then we prayed for her, for her knee. And then we prayed for the building. Um, you know, I, I prayed, I, I prayed um, that God would raise up a church there because a while, a long time ago, I felt like God was telling that to me. So um, anyway, so that was what we did. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. And maybe a good segue, Aggie, for you to describe what's happening and to invite people. So Aggie's also doing a little church planting slash Bible study planting. <laughs> Yeah, our our house group, uh, Christ in Us, meets on uh, Fridays around lunchtime, and um, this uh, this month, September, um, we came alongside uh, Joel, who lives in Parkside, and we started um, having a once a month meeting. The third Friday of the month, we're going to be doing Bible study. Uh, with Joel leading it, and also uh, Wesley was helping with that, and um, we bring some refreshments, and um, and you know we just see what happens, you know, with insights coming right from God's word, and uh, Joel really had the desire for that, and and Derek did, and um, and so this is something that we're actually putting some feet to. Um, and so we're going to be doing it again in October, and we hope to, to do it month by month and maybe expand it, you know, to more than once a month. But we'll, we'll have to see. But it, it really feels good to sit down and, and have God's word for people. And, um, and of course, Derek was, was going out in the halls and, hey, everybody, come on in this, for this Bible study. And so he's kind of pulling everybody in. And... Um, and then he went out and he picked up Loretta <laughs> at Brittingham. And so I was, I was thinking, you know, wouldn't it be great if um, someone else, maybe even from this body, a small group, would start the same thing in Brittingham? You know, so as, as we're going into fall and into winter, it could get harder for people to, you know, to get themselves to even Parkside to meet. And so why don't we have two things going, one in Parkside and one in Brittingham? And it's really just, you know, um, some Bible study, um, offering prayer, um, bringing a, a few little refreshments or whatever. So I know of two people, Loretta and another um, woman, who would have that desire in Brittingham. And so let's let's be sent out there you know and just see i don't know joel if you had any other thoughts about um how how you think it went you know when we met this month oh yeah uh, joel had come to our house group the week before and we watched one of the chosen episodes and Yeah. So we, yeah, so we and Wesley brought some good insights. Yeah. 
Yeah, he gave us some of the background to the Gospel of John, who was John, and that kind of stuff. So anyway, that's the kind of stuff we're exploring to do. And yeah, yeah. And so we're, yeah, we're going to look for more. Yeah, Lord, do the same thing in Brittingham and Bayview. Would you open up spaces? Thank you for Loretta and this other person who would like a Bible study in their building. Lord, call some from this church or others to start something in order for people to encounter you through the persons that come and the word in Jesus' name. Well, thank you all. Uh, Remember, next Sunday is Testimony Sunday. Let's carry this... uh, posture of we're observing we're serving we're praying wherever we go the kingdom goes with you are there ways that you can be a blessing are you noticing the trash and uh, both physical trash the ways that the earth is crying out and the ways that people are carrying trash and need trash to be picked up around their lives let's be those people of salt light and leaven uh, go in peace to love and serve the Lord.